This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Jacob Media or its guests and do not reflect the views of WPHT or Odyssey. Tom Lee Hackey has become part of my morning prayers. I was a full-time nurse just lifting up a patient. A tractor trailer came up behind this, pushed us right through. Right off the bat, you just felt comfortable. I felt somebody had my back. He says, I'm going to do everything that I can do for you. You guys are amazing. I love you. Call Pond Lahaki Giordano, highly rated Philadelphia workers' compensation attorneys. Now on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, 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 Philadelphia, The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause, presented by the law offices of Pond Lahaki Giordano. Talk, listen, and speak to the region's most influential leaders. This is The Labor Show with J-Doc and Krause. And a good Saturday night, everyone, and welcome in to this live edition of The Labor Show as we broadcast to you on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT one week away from Memorial Day weekend. Glad to be here along with my partner, J-Doc. We've got a great show uh, lined up for uh, all of our listeners tonight tuning into this live show. Plus, we'll have more details throughout the show uh, on the upcoming Legends of Labor Hall of Fame induction, which will occur for a great man, Sam Pond. Uh, details about that coming up shortly. That event will be June 6th. What a night it will be at the offices of Pond, Lahaki, and Giordano, J-Doc. And I welcome uh, you in, too, of course, uh, the Labor Show. Great to be with you tonight here live on a Saturday night. Yeah, Joe, it is great. And, and certainly, like you said, we have a, the, our Legends of Labor, Friends of Labor um, yeah, honoree uh, event on, on Tuesday, June 6th. It'll, it'll air, of course, on Talk Radio 1210 following the the the, the event uh but it's going to be fantastic um the first uh, uh honorees okay they were those were the labor leaders uh sam state and senior we honored uh and and and, and of course wendell young the third and of course pat gillespie and when we talk about the legends of labor in in the labor leaders category um you know that's the mecca right there and we have so many great honorees and we're bringing in obviously the friends of labor category for those individuals who've made an indelible mark on our labor community uh, as as a friend to labor and nobody's done that more than sam pond and i can't wait for people to hear uh what he's done and 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 his his impact on labor uh you know just you know from from where he sits and so it's going to be an awesome awesome experience and can't wait to bring it to the delaware valley no doubt about that again june 6th is the night of the celebration and then we'll air a part of that celebration as part of the labor show right here on talk radio 1210 wpht good show lined up for uh the listening audience today of course the the election uh is in the rear view mirror for now uh 6:45 tonight butch bennett will join us jj doc and we'll get um some post-election comments or thoughts uh from butch coming up 6:45. Yeah, no, I mean, we talk all the time about how important politics are. And by the way, um, we're going to have Chuck McQuilkin and and Tom McKierman 
on on uh, McKiernan on from the uh, Firefighters Union, the both vice presidents, and they're going to also talk about politics and and they'll, they'll touch on the election. But um, you know, this is it was a huge win, obviously for labor. Uh, and, and certainly for the building trades, the, Sherelle Parker was uh, the individual that the building trades endorsed. And uh, she had a huge, huge win in the Democratic primary um, this past week. So, yeah, lots to talk about, man. saw a uh, sign posted out on, uh, I think it was LinkedIn. It was a uh, outdoor billboard outside of, um, I think it was IBEW local union 474 and the script written on the uh, outline was when you don't vote it's not rebellion it's surrender and that to your point about um, why labor unions and why the members who make up the labor union community vote um, is for that reason, uh, you know my soapbox, I will continue to ask those that receive the benefit of union support to continue to support unions, which they don't always do. Well, I mean, you know, a lot of, a lot of individuals don't get engaged, okay, in their, in their union's political agenda. Now, I uh, Heck of a lot do, thankfully, but there are some that do not. And 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 listen, everybody's got their, you know, interest. Okay, uh, so my thought process is you you know you vote your interest. And of course, uh, we're going to talk to Butch Bennett about this, uh, you know, when when he comes on. But the fact of the matter is, is that if your livelihood is your interest and you're in a union and you like your wages and standards, okay. Uh, if if you're not, or, you know, if you vote against your wages and standards, then don't complain to the to the to the head of the union when there's no work. Um, and you got to understand who you know, you know, educate yourself on who's who you know who's supporting you and who's against your, your you know your union standards. So yeah, it's it's a uh, you know it's it, like you said, it's a you, you stand on a soapbox and and continue to you know promote to individuals you, you know the end you know to vote 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 like your like your livelihood depends on it because it does let me get one last thought from you and then we'll take a uh, we'll get to a commercial break and then we'll get chuck McQuoken uh into the conversation but i did want to get one last thought from you since we're going to talk a little bit about uh the election and as you mentioned sherelle parker you of course were on the road tour um where you made a um uh, a tour to speak with most, if not all, most of the candidates that were on uh, the ballot at the primary, including a full show sit down uh, with Sherelle. What do you remember most from your conversation with Sherelle Parker, which was prior to um, the uh, election? Well, I'll tell you, it was a, a it was a fantastic uh, broadcast. And she was very dynamic, number one. One of the things about Sherelle, uh, her commitment to working people, but also to protecting the city of Philadelphia, okay, and very passionate, you know, obviously, about that. Uh, and, and, and so, um, but, you know, personable, dynamic. One thing about Sherelle Parker is she is a huge winner, okay? Um, you know, she has won everywhere she's gone. And she succeeded and done a great job. She didn't just win the first time she was in the state Senate. She won multiple times. Same when she was uh, with the city council. So um, she's a huge winner. Okay, she, I, you know, great leadership qualities. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about it with Butch, but I, I think, um, you know, 
it was so impressive. The win, it speaks for itself. It's the Labor Show on a Saturday night here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, the Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause. Uh, we'll take a break now so we can uh, have a full, good conversation coming up with our special guest. Back in a moment. Tonight's edition of The Labor Show is sponsored in part by IBEW Local 98, UFCW Local 1776, Sheet Metal Workers Local 19, and the International Union of Painters and Allied Trades, DC 21. And welcome back, everyone, live here on a Saturday night on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. This is The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause. Let's jump right into uh, the convo, Jay Doc, two special guests, going to spend the next couple of uh, segments with us. I'll let you do the honors and do the introduction. Yeah, Joe, so I'm ecstatic to bring in to the program uh, two vice presidents, uh, Firefighters Local uh, 22, uh, Chuck McQuilkin and Tom McKiernan. Gentlemen, welcome to the broadcast. Hey, Joe, thanks, uh, thanks for having guys. us. It's great great to have both of you on, uh, and, and uh, I know Chuck... Um, you know, we've talked about a lot of things, and I think the last time we had both you and Tom on, um, we talked about uh, the situation, and we're, we're going to touch base about it, you know, right off the bat, right at the top, uh, the, 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 the coverage situation with the city, the, the, uh, the cancer situation, you, you, know, with, you know, there's the with firefighting foam, uh, what's that, PFAS is in the foam, we, I think we had John Narkin on, on the program, and he has cancer and it for a while there and i think they're back to it they're they've been denying uh they've been denying uh coverage to, to to a lot of firefighters denying that i guess it happened on a job can you give us an update there so yeah like, like you said um that they, they it's being uh, continued to, to be denied um and they, they took it a step further uh, recently um after 12 years so first this law has been in place. The cancer presumption law has been in place for about 12 years. Um, actually, July will be 12 years. And we have eight claims that were accepted in 12 years. That's ridiculous, right? So wow. they, went, they went a step further, and now they're, um, they filed an appeal to throw out the law protecting firefighters. They're saying it's unconstitutional. Um, they're, the, the, the way that they um, – this law – was written um it, it's provided that a firefighter was co- um had exposure caused to a group one carcinogen right and that's identified by the iarc the international agency for research on cancer um so they decide they put out every couple years whatever um new carcinogens that um you know that are go- go on the to- list do they, get put on, do they get put on a list? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they get put on a list, right? And and um, so the city, the third-party lawyer for the city is what he's saying is that the law is unconstitutional because every time a carcinogen is put on the list, the, that the law needs to be amended, which is absolutely crazy. Um, so that's, that's what we're battling with now. Um, so on that's top a- of all the claims being denied um, – now, now we have this. They want to. They want to um, do away with the whole law, and and this will affect uh, firefighters across the Commonwealth, not just in Philadelphia. And and, and Tom, you want to jump in there? Yeah, um, I, I was 
chuckling there. It's, it's sort of ridiculous that uh, the theory is here. Um, you know, this IARC is, um, it, they actually do research. They're, they're world-renowned. So they do research that promote uh, intervention and collaboration for uh, cancer research. And they're the experts in the world. And when they decide that a product causes a toxin that causes cancer, then that should be the Bible. Right. Um, you know, because the legislation um, is allowed to be appealed, the city or at least the third-party administrators appealing it, and it's just ridiculous. And like Chucky said, it's going to affect every paid file, uh, firefighter in the state, every volunteer firefighter in the state, too. Okay? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I just don't get it. Tom, let me ask you, um, Chuck referenced a third-party attorney who's appealing. He's The appeal is being done on behalf of the city, right? It, it, it ultimately, the buck stops with the city, correct? Correct. So yes. third-party administrators hired by uh, risk management. Okay, um, look, I'm not going to throw any names out there, obviously, but uh, risk management, you know, is a department of the city. Um, the city has risk management handle um, all of their uh, claims and issues and things like that. Um, their job is to reduce the cost of the city. I get it. But um, they're trying to reduce the cost of the city because they can, not because they have to. And, you know, they're, doing it on the and they're trying to they're trying to reduce the cost on the backs of firefighters, right? Correct. So that that's you know that's and, a no no. And Chuck, are you? I would think you would have protection and certainly a position where this actually wouldn't even be considered by an appellate court. Or, or, or am I off base? It, it, it sounds so bizarre to even be talking about them appealing this. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if it um, will will help will hold up in court. Um, I know that they're trying. Um, it, it's it's going to go to the, the state supreme court. That's where it's going to wind up. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, then we'll see what happens there. But. Um, yeah, it's. Well, you, well, you know what? It, it's crazy because what kind of message does it send to 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 to, to the firemen and women and and those who are considering being a fire, uh, you know, a firefighter um, when they see the city? Okay, and you know what's amazing? We, you know, we were going to have this conversation a while back when uh, Richard Laser was the uh, the deputy mayor of of Labor because he was such a big supporter, and I know he. Uh, jumped in there and and and, and uh, obviously helped straighten out the situation. Of course, he's no longer there, uh, and this just isn't as simple as giving the mayor a call. But um, you know what what type of so? And I would love to make this third party attorney, uh, you know, famous. Okay, whoever that soulless son of a gun is. Okay, um, but having said I'll that, I give you his name. Go ahead. It Chris Catchline. Chris Catchline. That, that's his. Yeah, Chris Catline. Yeah, somebody should send over letters. I mean, that you know, uh, uh, union members, uh, you know, and citizens of the city of Philadelphia, you know, write him a letter and tell him how absolutely ridiculous that situation is. Um, and 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 you know, trying to you, like you said, Chuck, eight cases, eight cases in how many years? Twelve years. Eight cases been approved in twelve years. And we had, yes. remember, we had John Narkin on. He's got a, 
Uh, he, you know, he's, uh, you know, he's got a, uh, he's got a rare form of cancer that he contracted from 25 years of battling fires and being exposed to all kinds of kinds uh, of carcinogens. And so, um, so yeah, obviously, we want to you know be a mouthpiece there because it should infuriate. Uh, the, the the city of Philadelphia, the citizens of the city of Philadelphia, um, uh, you know. So, you know, having said that, um, you know, obviously, lots lots going on. I mean, we just got done. So we just got done in the opening segment talking about being in a post-election cycle, um, where, which we're going to have conversation about. Here we have an ele- the mayor of Philadelphia is an elected official. A supporter of the union community, the union community is a supporter of the mayor uh, in the city of Philadelphia, and yet the firefighters union is is on the defensive in in a situation that they shouldn't be. That's affecting lives. Right. It, 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 it doesn't, you know me, J-Doc, I look at things from a logical standpoint. This goes against every form of logic. I, I just don't get it. I don't Tom. understand it. Tom, can't, yeah, why can't the mayor just jump in here? Um, I guess he could. Um, he, he, I know there's been communication between our president and the mayor's office. Um, why the hammer isn't being dropped on risk management to obviously put the hammer on PMA, the third-party administrator, I can't answer that question. I don't know why. Common sense isn't so common anymore, right? No, it yeah. is not. And 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 uh, so keep us posted there because that's something we want to like we like to you know stay on top of that in, in every way possible because it's just not it's not logical sending our first responders in the harm's way and not taking care of them when you know they you know when they when it, you know, listen you know people unfortunately lose their lives get injured in standard ways unfortunately. Uh, you know, a cave in of a building, or you know, uh, you know, just somebody fall, you know, somebody falls and breaks a leg on a job, and you could see it. So I guess it. But when you talk about carcinogens, they're not so easily seen, and you know, I'm sure that list is getting bigger because we're learning more. Because and so we're up to my, to my knowledge and my understanding here. You know, when they put a new carcinogen on, it's because they just learned it. You might have been dealing with that for 20 years, but just because it wasn't on a list, they're saying it. You know, that go ahead. Correctly, you were talking about the PFOBs, right? So the PFOBs, and it came up that, you know, because it was federal uh, lawsuits uh, at the Navy bases like uh, Willow Grove uh, because they were using foam. Well, now those PFOBs are in our bunker gear. Uh, our International Association of Firefighters out of Washington, D.C., are actually suing the manufacturers of our bunker gear right now because they knew that PFOBs were in our gear years ago. Right. So now we're yeah. wearing gear that's causing cancer. And and and, and how how many firemen and women firefighters uh, are potentially impacted here? Uh, you know, and, and by you know, I don't know if we have, know the numbers of those who've um, you well, know have ca- they, they, have cancer. We don't. We, what, we don't the know. The exposure. So we don't know every single claim. The PFOBs are fairly a new issue. Um, it's been a couple of years, but. Uh, we haven't known about it being in our gear until recently. Um, I could probably tell you about maybe 90 to 100 people right now, firefighters, and that sounds low, and that number is low. And that's low because we don't have all the information on every firefighter who has cancer. They can go to any attorney they want to. We only know of the 90 to 100 because 
they directly came through our union to uh, respond to the fact that they have cancer. It could be higher than that. Potentially, it's going to be a lot higher because we have a lot, bunch of new firefighters uh, on the job. Uh, they're being exposed to these uh, products or chemicals. And we have a bunch of guys that just haven't gotten cancer yet. So cancer doesn't happen overnight. Some guys yeah. get it. So this months. is the, Some this guys is the get problem. It year. It, it, the cancer, the, 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 our guys getting cancer, it's younger and younger and younger, right? It's, it's not, um, you know, a disease that, Back in the day, uh, oh, yeah, you know, Mrs. Jones down the street has cancer. She's 75 and smoked a carton of cigarettes a, a week. But that, that's, that's not what's happening here. We got guys 30 years old, uh, you know, 30, 40 years old, coming down with um, lung cancer, um, esophageal cancer, skin cancer, melanoma. It, it's, um, you know, some of it is, is, is all of it is caused. We, we take physicals before we, we, we get on the job. So, you don't have cancer when you're coming into the job, right? right? And then you're on the job 10, 10 years, 5 years, 15, whatever, and you come down with cancer. So you tell me what, what, where, where this, this cancer came from, right? right. And, well, and, and they just God, God, they just deny, 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 deny. Yeah, and the there's fight, a, a big, the fight yeah, is yeah. not – I mean, the fight is for – everyone in today's real time and then i think as you mentioned chuck it's also for the individuals that don't even know at this point that at some point they're going to come down with cancer from from the profession that they've chosen correct that's exactly it krausey and and it's it's um not if it's when right so it's just a matter of time it we, we we know at some point, we're, we're going to come down with some kind of occupational disease, most likely cancer. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of cardiovascular disease that, 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 that we get. We're, we're prone to um, sickness because of the work we do. And we're all right with that, okay? We, we, we raised our hand. We took an oath. But, Jesus Christ, when we get sick, we need to make sure our families are taken care of. And, and that's all we ask. Uh, you can ask any firefighter on the street. They, they can, they're not too concerned about themselves. They're concerned about their families. When they're gone, who's going to take care of their family? And, and, and I think the city should be on the hook for that. Okay? It's, the labor, it's the Labor Show with J-Doc and Krause as we broadcast to you live here on a Saturday night on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Uh, guys, stay with us. We'll take a commercial break. We'll pick it back up uh, on the other side. Also coming up a little bit later, right around somewhere around 645, 646, somewhere in that area. Uh, Butch Bennett will join us. Uh, we'll have a conversation with Butch post-election convo uh, with him. This is The Labor Show. Back in a moment. This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. This edition of The Labor Show is sponsored in part by Sprinkler Fitters Local 692, Laborers District Council, Steam Fitters Local 420, and the International Union of Operating Engineers Local 542. And we're back here live on a Saturday night on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. It's The Labor Show with J-Doc and Krause. Might be time, J-Doc, for... Uh, the firefighters to ring up to Harrisburg and see if they can get Governor Josh Shapiro 
uh, on the line. They certainly were there for the governor when he was running to become the governor, um, and perhaps he can get involved. It's, uh, you know, it's frustrating for me sometimes. Well, you know, we sit, we listen, we talk, and a lot of times we'll end our interview saying to our guest, hey, great job, thanks very much, good interview, good conversation good chatter uh today and i'll toss it over to you i don't want to get long-winded but today with chuck and tom um this is painful conversation to listen to because of what's happening no doubt about it ironically we did just get done a uh a mayoral candidate uh primary and uh you know sherelle parker you know is is uh, very pro worker and so uh hopefully she'll be able to um, you know, make some changes here. Um, let's talk about that, gentlemen. Um, obviously, we just had an election. Um, how can this uh, situation be impacted uh, by the new mayor? Um, so, I mean, she has direct impact. Well, the mayor will have direct impact. Um, right. And, um, you know, to instruct their department, the the um, risk management to take a closer look, stop denying cancer claims after 24 hours. Um, and, and, you know, here's the thing with, with, with this, it, which, which gives them their out. Okay. This is a cancer presumption law, right? So you, you presume that the cancer was caused by the occupation of firefighting. Okay. What the city, all they have to do is deny you then the burden of proof switches to the employee, to the firefighter. And then, then that's when we're put through hell. Um, I think that the mayor um, could instruct it, the, the department to not go right in that gray area and, and, and find that little loophole in the law that allows you to do that and, you know, um, accept these claims for what they are, Okay. There's plenty of science out there, plenty of data, and and plenty of dead firemen to, that 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 um you know can back up what we're saying. And um, I think Sherelle Parker, um, I know Sherelle Parker will listen to what we're saying. I know Sherelle Parker will sit down with us, and I'm confident we can work this out when she's in in in, um, in office as our mayor. And, 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 and I'm embarrassed. I got to tell you, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed by the by the by the fast denial. Uh, I, I, I'm embarrassed that you have to go through that. And, and, and it, workers that 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 uh, are part of the union have to go through it in what is yep. so obvious. It is it it is it is a flat out joke that the city of Philadelphia is actually in a denial mode and denying these claims and putting the burden of proof then on the individual who's suffering the injury to get out of a, to, to get out of paying the claim it's ridiculous right and if and if our guys Krause, are, are 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 lucky enough to survive the battle that they're going through so they're battling the cancer now they're battling the city they're too sick to, to fight they don't they don't want to they don't want this. They well, don't you, need it. But the, the, these these fights are five, six, seven years. It's it's taken to get these claims approved. Well, ironically, when we talked to John Narkin, when we had you guys on over the summer, um, yeah, that was really what he wanted. He wanted the coverage for his his his, his family when he's gone. Now, 
I mean, absolutely. What a, what a fight, man. I mean, you know, it's it's and and I I think when you mentioned Cheryl Parker, Joe Krause asked me a little bit about her, our interview, and a leader would be a good one. Uh, leadership, okay, and and somebody who's. She's kind of like. Um, By the way, she's not the mayor yet. You know, she won the primary, but we all get it. Just, just to be accurate, just to be accurate, no, hundred percent clarity. So. No, I'm not, and, and what I'm saying is, you asked me about how that um, interview went, and my thought process was, she's she's a, a, a really good leader. Um, she's not, you know she's not going to uh, wimp around. I think she's um, you know if she's in that position, and you know at at the end of the day. Um, you want somebody who's going to deal with things head on and not hide under a damn bed. And so having said right. that, um, you know, what, what, she what tells a it like it is doc, you, you know, oh. she, she, she's not going to, you know, uh, dance around the, 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 she's going to come right out and tell you, listen, this is doable. This is not doable. And what, what, what you get from her is, is the truth. Um, 100% of the time. And, and that's important to us. We, we um, you know, we, we need a leader like that, you know? Yeah, and and, yeah, and guess what? She's a Philly girl. Yeah, I'm just gonna say that. Yep. She's she's yep. she's from Philly, okay. Uh, born and raised, and and so obviously, uh, and this is a Philly situation. We've talked about, um, you know, some of the things going on. Well, and, this and, is not only a Philly situation, J Doc. This is correct. a Philly situation here. This is bigger than that. Oh, I know, is, but yeah, the Philly I, mayor. Wait another minute. What what what's that? The workers' comp stuff's like up my alley. So real, real quick, I'll be as fast as I can here. So 74% of the firefighters since 2016 across the country have passed away, passed away from cancer. So the wall that we have, the International Association of Firefighters, 76% of the firefighters have passed away. Number one cause has been cancer. Okay. If I become a firefighter in the state of Colorado, I take a physical to come on the job. If I don't have cancer and I accrue cancer or get cancer while I'm on the job, Automatically covered. Presumption bill. Every state has a different presumption bill. Pennsylvania has a presumption bill, but the windows cracked, and that was caused by the state Supreme Court, which lets the city appeal. Like I was saying earlier, they can appeal it by law, but they don't have to, and they are. And we're hoping Sherrell's going to change that. So let's, let's, let's talk a little bit. We only have a few minutes left. How much, well, how much time we got, Joe? You got 4.30, J-Doc. Okay, so... Let's let's talk a little bit about some of the legislation that that uh, I talked to Chuck about when we were when we were putting the interview together. Um, you have legislation on PTSD. Uh, talk a little bit, and I guess the COLA for retirees. There's a PFAS bill. Um, guys, we don't have a lot of time, but uh, Chuck, if you'll jump in there first, elaborate on some of that stuff. So the the retiree for um, uh, retiree uh, uh, COLA is. Um going to be introduced soon um it was originally uh, sponsored by martina white and that's for uh retired police and, and firefighters um to get um a bump and it's not much money uh the longer you're retired the more money that that you receive and um you know it, that it, every penny helps when when you're when you're absolutely retired on a you know uh fixed income ptsd um bill uh sponsored by jen o'mara um this is a companion bill um, originally introduced in the Senate by uh, Senator Bartolotta um, that will uh, allow firefighters to that, that have the PTSD to get uh, receive working co- uh, compensation. 
So they'll be able to go away, get the help they need, and they'll still be receiving, you know, compensation um, for that. Um, and then and you the have PFAS. the uh, PFAS, right? Yeah. Yeah, the PFAS, um, it's, it's an early detection screen, and we're working out with a group uh, from out west led by um, Representative Bizarro and Harkins. And um, basically, it's, um, it, it's going to outlaw Class B firefighting foam to be used in the, in the Commonwealth. Um, and then we're trying to get like um, a warning put on the label uh, of our gear, letting people know that, that don't know um, that the gear that you're wearing is causing, uh, can possibly cause cancer. And so um, we only got a, about a minute left. I mean, you know, obviously there's a lot there, and and um, we want to be a mouthpiece, and we want people to know about it. And we want to we want our political leaders to know that 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 legislation is important to us and should be important to everybody. Um, Tom, if you would, any 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 parting words in regards to some of the things we talked about, and and how we can keep promoting this till it gets done, at least with the next administration, for crying out loud. I, I think as far as promoting it, I think uh, me, Chuck, and the board at Local 22 will probably be all of our politicians for that. Um, I think real quick, I just want to do one shout-out. I think Chuck's going to agree with this. The governor has been awesome with us. Supports okay. us 100%. He was just in the city not too long ago. Uh, came to one of the firehouses. He wanted to talk to the members, not to the administration, not to uh, the fire administration, not to the board, the, the, the union reps. We wanted to talk to the firefighters to find out what their concerns were. And PTSD was a big one. And General Mara, i got to give her a little bit of a shout-out, too. So, that's about all I got. Uh, Chucky's got the rest, to tell you the truth. Chuck, any parting words, brother? <laughs> no, Doc, I, you know, I want to thank you and Krause uh, for having us on and allow us to, um, you know, um, let people know what's going on w- w- with our members. And, um, you know, uh, it, you always had our back, and, and, and we appreciate that. Um, and uh, I look forward to the continuing relationship uh, that we have. And, and we always will, my brother. Yeah, always will. Yeah, I'm going to shout out to the building trades for coming out in force and, you know, doing what they did on Election Day for my friend, Sherell Parker. So without them, with those guys on the street, um, you know, it, it could have been a different outcome, but absolutely, building, build, the building yeah. trades were strong, was, man. That was huge. Absolutely. All right, guys, we appreciate you being on the show. We, we, you know, we'll, we'll be uh, obviously we're, we're ecstatic that you're on, and we're going to continue um, to, to 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 shout from the the, the highest mountain uh, with your issues. Our front responders, our heroes. We appreciate what you do every day, and you always have a friend and a mouthpiece on this show. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Appreciate that. Thanks for helping our cause. Yeah, thank you. You got it. The Labor Show with J-Doc and Krause. Again, I almost said good stuff, J-Doc. I just can't say good stuff because it just really, really bothers me. Mind-boggling. When it's very, very obvious that what's happening here and what we just spent 23 minutes talking about over the last two segments – is is a byproduct of uh, of the city not or allowing this to occur? It's that simple. It, it one either phone call or 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 stroke of a signature or whatever 
whatever it is that gets the result is all that is needed here um, to end this story in a positive way for the workers that have um, uh, that are suffering and that now have cancer from the very job that they signed up to do. It's mind-boggling to me. Anyway, it's The Labor Show with J-Doc and Krause. We'll get to a commercial break. Standing by on the other side, Butch Bennett will be along. More post-election conversation uh, with Butch as The Labor Show with J-Doc and Krause rolls on. Back in a moment. Tonight's edition of The Labor Show is sponsored in part by Ironworkers Local 401, Boilermakers Local 13, Plumbers Local 690, Roofers Local 30, and IBEW Local 98. Choose a Local 98 contractor. And back here live on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We thank everybody for tuning in and continuing to join us live every Saturday night here on 1210. Again, as we started the show, we will remind all of our listeners, coming up on uh, June 6th, Sam Pond induction into the Legends of Labor uh, Hall of Fame. What a night it will be, 6 p.m. for all labor leaders who are tuning in to the show tonight. We would love for you to be part of that event and honor Sam Pond. Uh, it will be at the offices of Pond Lahaki and Giordano. More uh, information to come. Um, it'll be a special broadcast. J-Doc will have a special, um, uh, there'll be a awards uh, presentation uh, for Sam. And just it'll be a great, great night for a guy that just continues to fight uh, yep. for uh, the workers that make up the unions around our city. Absolutely, Joe. Well said. Can't wait. Going to be an awesome time and, and uh, well-deserved. Um, and so ha- so having said that, um, I am ecstatic to bring Butch Bennett, Philadelphia Building Trades representative, uh, into the program. Butch, how are you, sir? Hey there, young guys. How you doing? Well, I'm doing better when I get in, in, when, when somebody says that to me. I'm so happy <laughs> to hear that. Um you Butch, and are young. Come on, man. What you we're just a bu- about? We're just a bunch of kids, man. We're just a bunch That's of kids right. ha- having fun on a Saturday night. And having said that, um, obviously we had a big, big election, uh, the mayoral uh, primary and Democratic primary uh, this past week. And the building trades, uh, amongst all the other, um, obviously, races, um, but the building trades, just it was a, a major day. Uh, if, if you will, uh, talk about it. Talk about just, a, you know, a, a, an over, a, you know, kind of overview of what happened on that day. And then we'll talk about Sherelle Parker. Okay. Listen, the process uh, of Election Day, one, we, we would be remiss if we didn't take our hats off to Ryan Boyer and his vision. Yep. Uh, it was never wavering in his voice when we decided to bring this to the managers and this would be our candidate. Uh, I, I heard the gentleman uh, previously say that Sherelle was a Philly girl. I was talking to business manager Jim Snell last night, and that was the same thing both of us said. Yep. Um, Brian Edis gets a major assist uh, for the things that he did. Uh, out in the Northeast uh, to get those ward leaders together, uh, to meet at Wayne Miller's uh, hall every week, to to door knock, to to hang door hangers, to phone bank, 
he gets a major assist, uh, sincere, uh, from uh, the Sherelle Parker campaign. Every time me and Art Mitchell from the Labor's District Council needed uh, yard signs because we wanted to blanket the city with uh, with Sherelle Parker signs, and unfortunately, every time we would put them out, somebody would take them up. No sooner did we put them down, and then we drive by the location the next day, they're gone. We we kind of know who did it, but it's okay. But uh, just a hat off to all of the building trades members. Uh, they really they really went out, even on the weekends during the week. Uh, even in Delco, uh, Heather Boyd won, and that was a, 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 a that was a short campaign for us to get it together. That was an eight week process, and we were able to pull it off. And Todd Sorelli from uh, Local 19 really uh, put his foot into that, and we got her across the uh, yard. But I read something; uh, I think it was Thursday. It said the Enquirer had endorsed eight candidates. They lost all all the eight. It was another organization that uh, endorsed ten candidates. Two candidates won, and then there was another one that lost all ten. The building trades batted a thousand. Everybody we endorsed won. I think that sends a message to the Delaware Valley that our vote is not only important but it matters. And we're just regular working people. We're 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 not billionaires. We don't have the only special agenda that we have is to put people, women and men, anybody that's just trying to make a living, an honest living, and then they're in and they're in the trades. We're trying to help, and that's all that we're trying to do. And 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 so and, and having said that, you know, uh, Butch, let's talk about you know obviously you know I mean it was an awesome campaign, and you, like you said, shout out to Ryan Boyer. Um, it's it's an awesome time um, for the building trades because our lifeline is our our, our, our political endeavors. Uh, but having said that, let's talk. You know, there was a lot of candidates for, uh, for mayor for a Democratic primary. What stood Cheryl, uh, you know, out from the rest because she won pretty big. Uh, and 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 what does it say that she won pretty big? Okay, so uh, unfortunately, uh, our our current mayor made a statement that black women wanted a black woman to be mayor. I don't think that was accurate. I think people sat and listened to the debate and found Sherelle a, a believable uh, with a plan and just someone that was just down to earth that had concerns. I think the commercial with her son Langston says it all to a mother, whether they're black, white, brown, purple, green, whatever color you may be. I think if you tap into people's humanity, you could just erase all the BS. So I think that was a wrong statement that he made. I love Mayor Kenny. He's our friend. He's our guy. But I disagree with that statement. Um, What made her stand out when we, before we interviewed the candidates, all of them came in front of all the business managers. And I sat there and I listened to them. And I was able to tell the story to Ryan uh, and Wayne Miller. And I think at that time it was Joe Ashdale before he retired. Uh, But Fran McLaughlin, who is now the business manager of District Council 21, he was in the room. So it goes back to when I was an organizer. 
uh, never mind. I was the business agent for the operating engineers at the time. And I had a problem up at uh, Chestnut Hill College. At that time, Sherelle Parker was the state rep. I went over to her office. I told her what my concerns were. It was like a $10, billion, uh, $10 million project. She jumped right on it. I think with about a week later, we had a sit down with the administration of Chestnut Hill College. That tells you right there what type of person and what type of um, energy she brings. She doesn't miss anything. Like you said earlier, if you bring it to her attention, she will evaluate it. She's fair. She's a hard worker. I have no doubt, no doubt whatever, she's going to be excellent as our next mayor um, after the general election in November. No doubt. And, and having said that, Joe Krause had asked me uh, what what stood out uh, to me when I had the opportunity to interview her. And um, she's very direct, personable. But I would say so to two things, uh, clearly a leader, but very strong um, oh, yes. in, in her conviction and very much about labor, about uh, working standards, about people making uh, a living wage uh, and understood, very knowledgeable uh, about the issues. And I think that coupled with her being, I think also she's a winner. I mean, she's not only won uh, everywhere she's gone, she's won multiple times. Okay. Yes. And so uh, her track record, you know, it, it, it's been there. And, you know, and, and certainly, uh, you know, kudos to the building trades. You mentioned Brian Edison, yourself, um, and, and, and of course, Ryan Boyer and all the managers, Jimmy Snell and, um, and, and, and uh, you know, the whole crew. But um, what does it say uh, for the building trades? What can we look forward to uh, in these, in, you know, obviously when she's the mayor? Well, I would think you would look for responsible contractors working in the city. You know, Joe, when, when I had a chance to talk to Sherelle, and I explained to her, I said, you know what I see when I look at the underground economy, when I go into certain parts of the city and you have these developments going on and you have uh, New York plates with uh, people coming out of the cars that oh, yeah. uh, don't live here and they're doing the work. I said to Sherelle, and I even said to Governor Shapiro, I said, that is untapped tax money that the yeah. city could be getting. So with that, you just throw a number out there say you missing about maybe 10 to 20 million in yep. unsecured uh, tax money you would be able to open up new rec centers to get some of these guns off the street with these kids give them something to do yep. you could hire new new and more policemen you could hire new police equipment you could do a, a wealth of things if we tapped into that if we if we got into that market i think when she becomes mayor I think L&I is going to change. I think there will be more enforcement on these illegal people coming into the area doing construction work. So Worker misclassification. That, yes, sir. Yes, with, without question. I think there's going to be more, more uh, of an opportunity for the city to grow with money that they didn't even count on if they do something like that. And I think they will because it is something that she's talked about on the campaign trail. Yep. And I was glad but, that she took that up because we live it every day. 
Butch Bennett joining us up, joining us here on the Labor Show and closing it out for us tonight on the Labor Show with J-Doc and Krause. Butch, great stuff, man. Thanks for jumping on. Great job, yes, Butch. All, All right. right. That's going to do it for this edition of the Labor Show with J-Doc and Krause. We thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, we thank Chuck and Tom for joining us as well. On behalf of all of our listeners, and of course on behalf of J-Doc, I'm Joe Krause. See you next week, everybody. This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Jacob Media or its guests and do not reflect the views of WPHT or Odyssey.